Hey folks, Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you happen to be listening to this, I hope you're having a fantastic day. All right, we're continuing. Today is part two of our 10-part series on the Aspire Method. Now, the Aspire Method is the method that we've developed over the last 10 plus years of working with people with digestive issues and autoimmunity. After all, our goal is not just symptom management or symptom relief, right? That's great. We want to get symptoms under control. We want to get people feeling better, not having those symptoms interfere with their lives, cause unnecessary physical, mental, emotional pain for people. But what we're really after is the long-term and sustainable results, right? Not just getting the symptoms under control for a day, a week, a month, but really tackling this thing. And in order to do that, we have to get to the root causes of what's going on for a person. And in order to do that, we found that it's necessary to address 10 steps for a person. And we call this the Aspire Method. Now, people ask two questions. One, do I have to do all 10 steps? And the answer is only if you want long-term and sustainable results. We've seen over the years that when we either leave out a step or the person refuses to do a step, the chances that they're going to get long-term and sustainable results plummet for a person. Now, people, uh, it is important to note that some people need to do very little work in certain steps, either because they don't have a big issue going on or they've already gotten it all sorted out for them. So some people are going to spend a long time in a step working uh, to get that step up to where they need it to be to get the results they're looking for, while others will breeze through a step very, very quickly. The second question is, you know, do I do these in order, step one, step two, step three? And the answer is no, not necessarily. It depends. That's why a good evaluation is important, because someone may really, it may be glaringly obvious someone needs to, you know, put a lot of work in step seven before they can do step two or step three or step nine or, you know, so the steps are there. And, and you know, if nothing else, sure, work through each step, get each step in place, but the steps may be moved around. And that's why we individualize each plan to what a person really needs. All right, so without further ado, let's move on to step two. Step two is about establishing healthy habits. Now, again, habits, they're not uh, they're not sexy, they're not interesting, they're not a silver bullet, they're not like, ooh, the latest, greatest thing, but the single greatest predictor of our long-term health and well-being <clears throat> are our habits. If we have good habits in place, chances are we're going to have long-term health and well-being. If we have poor habits in place, our chances of having that long-term health, feeling good, looking good, performing well in our day-to-day -day and in our lives are, are bad, right, are not good. The chances that we're going to have our digestive issues or autoimmunity long-term and sustainably in a good place are, are not good if we don't have our habits. So we've mentioned food. We specifically single that out because it is such a powerful piece, but a lot of people want to brush aside these other habits. So what are the main habits that we're talking about? We're talking about exercise. We're talking about sleep. We're talking about stress. Exercise, sleep, and 
stress. And again, we talked about last time, a lot of people either want to over bias. It's all about food. It's all about food. It's all about food or under bias. No, I don't, you know, I don't even want to address food. I'm not ready, willing, or able to make any changes. Food is important, but these others are critically important as well. So briefly here, sleep. Are you getting enough good quality sleep at night? Now, most people are going to need between seven and nine hours of sleep at night. Yes, there are a a small percentage of people who really, truly do well on less than seven hours of sleep at night. Most of us, however, do not, and we need to assume here that you are one of those people who do not do well as well. Now, one of the things that can happen with sleep deprivation is we lose the ability to really tell how well we're doing, which is why we often suggest to people that for two to four weeks, they add some extra sleep time, add some extra sleep time and see what they notice. And the vast majority of people go, whoa, like I didn't realize what, what I didn't know here. My energy is better. My mood is better. I feel better. In fact, maybe my digestive issues or autoimmunity are in a better place for some extra sleep. And again, worst case scenario, you find, no, didn't make any difference for me. You know, I slept a little bit more. My energy was exactly the same. My mood, everything else, no positive benefit from getting some more sleep. That's the case. Okay, great. Then you know that you are one of the blessed few who do well on less sleep. Good to know and something you don't have to worry about. Now, the other side of sleep, of course, is not just quantity. How many hours of sleep are you getting? But also quality. How good is that sleep? For some people, it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. They may be sleeping you know, 8, 9, 10, 11 hours at night, but the quality is really poor, so they're not getting the benefits from that time asleep. So that's sleep. Exercise, of course, look, we all know that if we truly want to be healthy, we need to exercise. This could be a topic for you know multiple podcasts as well, right? But the bottom line is this. Are we moving our bodies? Now, some of us, that needs to take the form of deliberate exercise, whether that's going to the gym, working out at home, whatever the case may be. For others of us, it's staying physically active. Maybe we have an active job or we have really active hobbies or whatever the case might be. So we, the bottom line is this. We need to move our bodies in order to be healthy. Yes, to improve digestive issues. Yes, to improve autoimmunity. So are you moving your body? Are you doing what's necessary? If not, okay, that's something we need to work on. And then stress is the third major piece here. Now, all of us, uh, unless you are retired or financially independent, uh, most of us are leading stressful lives between family, between uh, job, between all the situations in life. Many of us are leading very stressful lives, and stress is one of those factors that has just blown up and gotten out of control for people. So we need to recognize that the vast majority of us, again, unless we're retired and financially independent, are going to have significant stress in our lives. It's not necessarily about getting rid of all the stress, going to live on a tropical paradise island and, you know, not having to worry about anything ever again. Most of us, that's not going to happen. 
bottom line this is this though how do you manage your stress because it's not so much about having stressful situations working kids relationships life right it's not so much about having stressful situations it's more about how we manage those stressful situations so doing a full review of life and stress and how we're handling stress is critically important here and understanding that some people have quote unquote very stressful lives right from the outside but internally they handle it really really well and they're, it's not having a major impact on that person's health and well-being others from the outside seem to have a pretty idyllic life right all oh, things must be great for you but inside are highly stressed out, and that stress is definitely affecting their mental, physical, emotional health and well-being. That's why it's so important, so hard, not to judge others, because what looks easy to us may be really, really hard for them, and what looks hard to us may be, you know, really easy for them. We just don't know, and stress, yes, is an external thing, but also very much an internal thing. So it is important, again, for long-term health and well-being, that we work through each of these major areas, sleep, stress, and exercise, and get them into a format that works well for us. You know, it's easy to say, oh, well, just sleep nine hours a night, uh, meditate for 45 minutes a day, and, you know, exercise five days a week or whatever, right? But that may not be the right prescription. That may not be the right path for you. So it's easy to look, again, from the outside and say you need to do this. But just like with food, we need to find what works for us. And what works for one person may not be the right combination for another person. This is especially apparent in exercise. You know, what works for one person, what they enjoy, what gives them the benefit that they're looking for, what they're trying to do, it can be very, very different from another person. And it doesn't mean that either person is wrong. It just means that we each need to find what works properly for us. Okay. So it's important that each of these steps, that they are individualized and they work for the person in front of us because applying someone else's formula can just make you sick and, and miserable, right? Even though it works for someone else. That's why, again, there are no one size fits all. Yes, each person needs to work through the 10 steps of the Aspire method, but each step is going to look different for each person because each person is different. All right, folks, so that is step two of the Aspire method. It is to cultivate healthy habits. And the three primary ones, there are some others, again, depending on a person and what's going on. We haven't mentioned morning routines and evening routines and other habits of life and mind can also be important for a person. But the three biggest habits that someone is going to need to work on are their sleep, their stress, and their exercise. So that is step two of the Aspire Method. Tomorrow we will pick up with step three of the Aspire Method. Listen, if these steps are interesting to you and you're thinking, gosh, I really need to work these steps and I really would like someone to help me work through these steps so it's not all on me. I'm not doing it all by myself, trying to figure it out all by myself or trying to go to books, blogs, podcasts and try to piece together a program that works properly for me. If you're ready, willing and able to get some help, listen, if you're dealing with digestive issues, 
and autoimmunity. And now is the time. You're sick and tired of dealing with it. You're looking for some help. You're ready, willing, and able to work. And you're ready, willing, and able to make an investment of your time, of money, and of energy. Then let's have a chat. Let's have a conversation. Let's find out more about what's going on. And let's see if we are the right fit to help you. If we are, we'll talk about next steps and we'll get going to help transform your life. Not just symptom relief like we talked about. Yes, symptom relief, that's important. But way, way beyond that, the long-term and sustainable results and ultimately to helping you live a bigger and better life. Look, we don't want to be limited by digestive issues or autoimmunity. Each of us has a dream for what our life could be and we want to help you reach that dream. And the first step is simply to have a conversation. We'll find out what's going on and what your goals are and if we are the right fit to help you. Again, if we are, we'll talk about next steps and we'll move forward. And listen, if we're not the right fit, that is okay. We recognize that we are not the right fit for many people, frankly. They're not in a place where they're ready, willing, and able to do this work. That is a-okay. We understand that. And if we're not the right fit to help you, we will do our best to refer you to someone else who is a better fit. So you get the help that you need. You'll leave our call feeling calm, confident, and happy because you will know what the next step for you is. And that's awesome. You won't have to worry about that anymore. All you need to do is give us a call, send us an email or a message, and we'll find a time to get together, chat, see more what's going on, listen, understand what's going on for you, and help you to make the right decision about what you should do next. All right, folks, that is it for me today. We'll pick up tomorrow with step three. Until then, take care.